Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to uh, another episode of the NXT post-show after-party deal with me, Alex Pulowski, and with her, Kate Hensler, with with CM Punk's best friend in the world, Kate Hensler. Let's get it out of the way now so we can move on and do this show in less than two hours like I promised Sean on Pain of Death. Okay, but here's the thing. It's adorable that you think this is something I'm ever going to move on from. <laughs> <laughs> you guys! See the pun? Okay, okay. Let's talk about it in hopes that I'll be able to not talk about it at some point for the rest of my life. Alex, yeah. CM Punk. Yeah. I tweeted, just because like everybody's doing their match of the year roundup stuff, which is awesome because there's been so many incredible matches this year, like so yeah. many. Um, but none of those matches matter as much as the fact that CM Punk came back to wrestling. Like sure. none of them, especially for this girl. No. Like, and so I'm like reading all this, like everybody's wrapping up their match of the year stuff. And I'm like, guys, all I tweeted was like, CM Punk came back to professional wrestling this year. Like what? And then he responded with like the four stump waving gif. Mm -hmm. um, and then I responded to him and said, because he's always quoting this wonderful against me lyric, um, that we can be the bands we want to hear, which I love that that lyric so much. And he's used it before on Twitter and they did a Ruby Soho and him photo shoot around it. And I said, thank you for always being the band that I wanted to hear. And then he responded with a gif. And then I responded with my super emotional reply and as few of characters as I could. So basically I'm best friends with CM Punk. It's mm -hmm. the best day in the whole world. And I did not care what happened on NXT because as sour as the graphs could be, I am best friends with CM Punk. <laughs> Those are the rules. You replied to me twice. Mm -hmm. And Yeah. Meanwhile, I punched a nerve in my trapezius podcasting oh, no. last night. So it's just been like the <laughs> worst day. 
I have had like a heat compress on my shoulder all day long. And I'm like, oh, well, no. at least Kate got to be best friends with CM Punk for five minutes. I That's sure nice. For five minutes for life, my <laughs> friend. He might not know it. Yeah. But me and CM Punk yes. are best friends for life. And the best way that we can celebrate yes. is by sending in your super chats yes. and sending your humper chats. Yes. And speaking of CM Punk, you know, you know where the news broke that he was returning back to professional wrestling, Alex? Do you know where? On FightfulSelect.com, yep. which you can go to. And there's a bunch of news about war games that is breaking on FightfulSelect.com right now. So go there and subscribe for just $5. Yeah. Also, uh, Sean has a like an inside war games feature that is dropping tomorrow at noon, I believe. Yes. So it's got all kinds of interviews with people like Tommaso Ciampa and Raquel Gonzalez and all kinds of people. Uh, Alexander Wolf, who like had what we considered to be the Alexander Wolf match in an episode in a, a War Games uh, match a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, no, uh, it's it should be great. All his long form uh, deep dives into stuff like that are always fantastic. Uh, so yeah, give that a look tomorrow. Send in your super chats. Not just included in that article. No. Like the nerd guru says, wait, 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 is that the Kate Hensler, close personal friend of Phil Brooks, aka CM Punk? Yeah. Also, show is solid. Gonna miss Johnny in NXT though. Uh yeah, let's let's that we we will miss Johnny in NXT. He's he is Johnny Wrestling. Um uh the show was solid. I don't think it's like when you have two absolute uh ring uh generals like Dakota Kai and Kaylee Ray in one ladder match. And in the other ladder match, you have Johnny freaking wrestling and like <laughs> brawny freaking wrestling. Who's going to take over this business in like a year because he really is that damn good. It's stupid how good he is already. I was like, Oh, going to throw the kid into a ladder match. Let's see how that goes. He was like, I shit ladders. Like that's I eat them and I crap them out. That's what I do. Um, he's he's super he's he's super he's super ready. Um, and though two good ladder matches on an episode of NXT, I don't. I mean, I'll always pop for that. But as I was saying to you earlier, Kate, this show um, NXT wasn't bad so much this time as it was cuckoo bananas crazy pants. We had just some random stuff that happened tonight that made zero sense. And I don't feel like they're ever going to try and pay it off. Or if they do, it'll be like, you know, somebody stole my egg. And now, Austin Theory, I'm going to adopt you. Or whatever the hell is going on on Raw. Um, this is, uh, we'll talk about it as we come to some of these crazy things that happen. Look, but please, sometimes- first of all. Crazy yeah, things happen, like CM Punk tweets at you. Like, that's crazy, but that makes yeah. sense. That is everything being right with the world. Yeah. But then there's crazy things that happen, like happened yes. tonight, which we'll get into. Yeah. yeah. So get those super chats and get those humper chats in at humperchats.com because we told Sean we were going to go two hours today, which means mm-hmm. we're going to have to cut off the wheel of impression somewhere around main event time. Yeah. And we're going to, we don't want to get grounded. No, no. <laughs> We've already been punished. Yeah. No dessert. Yeah. yeah. I snuck out uh, though with my super cool friend CM Punk Phil yeah. Brooks. 
Shauna Walensky says, as a fellow CM Punk mark, I am living vicariously through you, Kate. Keep cool, Gabagool. Here's will. a Sour Grabs exclusive. All right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> CM Punk actually replied to me forever ago, one other time, but it was in the discourse of um, us talking about Property Brothers. So it was more aimed at Jonathan, I think, from Property Brothers than it was at me. But did I celebrate like it was <laughs> a personal victory of some of sort? You bet I did. Yeah. But this one was at me on purpose, so it's just a little bit sweeter. But yeah. please live vicariously through me because I'm, I've been just ridiculous all day. <laughs> J.W. Pringle says, hey, Kate's mom and dad, did you know she has a new best friend named Mr. Cookie Monster Punk? Uh, I didn't actually get the chance to tell them today, oh, but they know well, I'm obsessed with CM Punk. So if this is how they find out, that's beautiful. Perfect. <laughs> Shotkid29 says, I feel like I owe you all an apology for manifesting old versus new school with my super chat about NXT Blood Rising, New Blood Rising on the uh, first episode of NXT 2.0. Don't don't apologize for that. I have a feeling that War Games match is going to kick all kinds of ass. Um, I feel like we need to call it like Battle Games or like W Games because William Regal's not here. It's just, it isn't War Games. So I don't know, like, what do we call it? It's not uh, war games. No. Conflict resolution games? No? We're not going to do that? The, the Joe <laughs> no. Gacy thing? No? Um, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, um, we'll talk more about everything as we, as we get to it. Um, so, uh, first of all, a couple of Humper Chats before we get into the, the beginning of this thing. Uh, Ryan Sullivan says, uh, this is for Alex. Thank you for taking the brunt of Kate's punk excitement. <laughs> Um, oh, buddy, you're my co-host tomorrow when we talk about AEW, and we have CM Punk and Lee Moriarty. Are you kidding? Yeah. Get out of town and take a bus. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be better by tomorrow. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jay Shell Nicole. Uh, hi, Jay Shell. Says, happy to see your guys' faces after the swole news. Happy you're doing well. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to say, hi, mom. I need you to read my letter later. Thanks. Um, I read, I read the letter, but it was fantastic. Um, I yeah. will, I just know I'm going to cry. So. Yeah. Swole, um, yeah, Swole decided not to, a mutual parting of the ways. Contract was up, decided not to renew uh, at, at AEW, which kind of sucks. I mean, I felt like they didn't, they <sighs> dropped the ball, I guess is the better, best way to say it. Like she... She had some really cool stuff she was doing on Dynamite with um, with Britt. And then for whatever reason, health, whatever, she kind of disappeared from Dynamite. And she did some amazing work with Diamante on Dark. And I thought, I, I still maintain they should have had that blow-off match on Dynamite and given yes. a big showcase to those two women who were killing it on the YouTube shows. And they didn't. And so... It, it just felt like there wasn't a place for her there, what they were booking her to be. So they didn't want to have her out there like jobbing to people. Um, so I, like she's great and she's going to land on her feet wherever she goes. Um, con con confidentially, well, I guess it's not confidentially because I'm saying it to hundreds of people, uh, thousands of people. But um, I I kind of I kind of wanted 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 Cedric to, to have his. Uh, her husband Cedric Alexander to have his contract 
be not renewed and him to go over and visit her at her place of business because because uh he's 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 uh he's he's great and so is she um and i kind of wanted them to you know like to be, be able to be husband and wife together wherever they were working together and i don't want her to go to, to wwe because i don't i know they're not going to know what the hell to do with big yeah. swole so there's other places for her to go and she's going to kill it on the indies for as long as she wants she's she's great she's amazing so the only thing i'll say too is reading her statement it sounded to me and this is all just hypothetical it sounded like it might have been a little bit bigger than than just wrestling. I don't know. She has challenges physically. She has Crohn's disease. That was a big yeah. part of it. I know she's been very open about that, um, which can make it challenging to find yourself in weekly episodic television if you just don't know how you're going to feel. So I don't know from the statement that she put out, this sounds like it might be a little bit bigger than um, not being at AEW. This might be her reflecting on, on pro wrestling sure. a little bit more. Yeah. But it did sound somewhat mutual and like a, an amicable thing. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think she would go to WWE. I don't think they would know what to do with her. And I, I just don't know if um, this is AEW specific or, or wrestling related in general. Sure. Um, Crohn's is a, is a bitch of a thing to fight mm -hmm. and to, to have a physically demanding job. So if it's for her physical health, her mental health, like just all, all the best to her. And Jay Shell, I will read your letter i just didn't want to do it while watching nxt because i know i'm gonna cry and i had to i had to watch and do my job <laughs> but i will later shot kid 29 says a super chat thank you very much says unrelated but shouts to big swole while it sucks that it sounds like she's stepping away from wrestling her health comes first and wish her the best absolutely we wish her the best she's like i said she's fantastic um uh so <sighs> We we start out with uh, the 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 bad girls walking toward the ring. Dakota Kai more and more feels like she does not belong in that group whatsoever. Um, it it felt like if they had gotten another newbie, then they could have done like NXT 2.0 versus Black and Gold, like they're doing with the men. But Dakota Kai has been there forever, so she's not a newbie. Uh, and she just doesn't fit with these other girls, except for the fact that she hates Raquel Gonzalez. Um, but we got a little brawl, which uh, spilled out into the spilled into the ring eventually with Kaylee Ray and um, and Dakota Kai. And this match kicked all kinds of ass. This she match, um, like a chat, like a humper chat. And uh, yeah, I I was um. I, I was digging it, and uh, and and as as is uh, uh, less than normal uh, in matches like this to get a an advantage in the war games match, which you don't you don't know. Everyone enters one at a time from one from one faction and one from the other one. So whoever gets the 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 the, the advantage is whoever enters first. Um, so usually you do that. You just the heel is the people who do that because it's better for the heels to have the advantage. And for the baby faces to fight from underneath, that's kind of wrestling. So it's interesting that they do this um, and have Kaylee Ray for the nominal baby face team win, which usually to me means they might be brewing something, like something weird. I think this happened when uh, Dakota Kai turned a couple years ago. I think their team had the advantage, and then they didn't because she just flipped out. Um, 
so yeah, that was uh, that was <laughs> that was different. So I don't know. I, I love the match. Match was great, and I will say at least there's an actual advantage on like spinning a wheel, which was not an advantage because it was a wheel of chance. So <laughs> at least the advantage thing makes sense. the The match was fantastic. There were a couple spots in it that I just really loved. Dakota's double stomp um, in the corner was just, like, nasty for such a little gal. Would you do a double stomp to someone outside the ring? Like, that just looks so painful. And she's just someone who does so many things right psychologically, like going after Kaylee Ray's knee when she's going to, I don't know, have to climb a ladder. And it's a weakness of hers to begin with. So I just love how psychologically sound she is. And sometimes I think that gets a little bit forgotten um but she's she's just in between the ropes really shown how smart she is I, I feel like since returning in a in a world of chaos she does a lot of things that make a lot of sense which i i really really appreciated especially in this match the tricky thing is it feels like the people that she lines up with the best are the people that she's fighting against so i don't know how long like the shelf life is for that because honestly kaylee ray um and sorry it says my audio is clipping really bad i'm sorry guys a little bit new new setup scoosh me away i'm real loud it's the pumps day guys i'm just yelling all over the place uh i hope that's a little bit better um i uh but yeah, I, I just don't know how long the shelf life is because it's like, what are we going to see her? And I mean, Mandy Rose is a heel and she's a heel, but like, I, I just don't know how many people she's going to be able to go through when everybody that she fits the vibe of is people that she's facing, which is only like two or three people at this point. So not sure how long the shelf life is there, but I do think that this match was fantastic. I like that they started essentially with action in the ring. I know it kind of spilled into the ring, sure. but like, it only took three or four minutes to get there rather than a super long, um, you know, promo or anything like that. So I, I love it when wrestling shows start with action right away. It pulls you right in. So great, great, great match. Love everything Dakota's doing character wise and really love just how, how psychologically sound she is in the ring. It's, it's mm. a really important part of wrestling to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, still getting some, some popping on, on your end. I'm wondering if you could like, I don't know, unplug the mic and plug it back in if that's not going to ruin everything. Um, Ken Shiro sends a, a super chat saying, I would say uh, Kaylee Ray is turning, but last year the faces won the advantage and just lost like chumps. Uh, this is just writing 101, don't do this. Yeah, right, it was last year. It was Team Shotzi that did it. Um, so that's that might be, yeah. I, I, I don't, She. I feel like she never really turned baby face. She's just on the face team now. So maybe she never really turned. She's just she just loves violence and doesn't mind who she fights in a ladder match. So maybe she will turn back around. I don't know. Um, uh, and then we get Cyclops better than Wolverine. Uh, Super chat saying Dakota should have beaten Raquel for the belt, not Mandy. Um, I, I I think you could have done a, a Dakota a championship run. She deserves it, having been solid, uh, solid to great for her entire time in in, in NXT. Um, but I, I honestly don't know what I would, how I would book that with this particular crop of women um, uh, who would be the best challenges, challengers for her. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Do I sound better? 
Yeah. Yes. Much he, better. Yeah. Okay. Good. Mission accomplished. I I think that's going to be one of those things that we figure out as we go, which is okay. Like if you're going to reboot an entire brand, it's going to take a minute to settle into what that's going to look like. It's just tough when you have people who, and again, Mandy Rose is not the worst, but she's your champion and a lot of the women there are better than her. So it's going to be tricky. Now, however, her lackeys, very, very good. So... <laughs> There might be ways to build out feuds that are a little bit more along those lines. They did that very successfully with Carmella's title reign, I felt like, um, by using heel trickery to to cover up some of the the weak spots that she had. There, there are ways to execute that properly. It's just going to be interesting to see how that works in a quote-unquote developmental situation. Yeah. Um, agreed. Sorry, I'm allergic to brands that don't have CM Punk on them. So. Okay. Shotkey29 uh, says, wasn't a fan of Babyface Advantage with last year's women's war games. Fun train wreck, but the psychology was ass backwards. It doesn't work at all. Um, let's hope that they figure out how to make that work this time. Um, as I said, uh, match was great. Uh, we, we, got, we got a little uh, peek backstage at the Babyface's hearing. And the uh, the heels uh, got to got to look really angry. Like, can you believe she lost? What are we supposed to do now? How can I coexist with these people? <laughs> but I'll tell you what. There's yeah. one way to watch a television and professional wrestling. All right, there's yeah. one way to do it, and it's sideways like this. Looking That's right. at your monitor right here. Yeah. So don't yeah. don't try with this logical I'm facing the TV nonsense. Get out of yeah. town with that. No, stop it. Which the heels didn't know how to do. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, at least, yeah, at least they... <laughs> man, man, Mandy taught him. Mandy had lots of times where she would stand backstage and look off to the side. She knows. She's like, the girls, I got this. This is what they tell you to do on the main roster. It's a very um, man of white. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um... So, <laughs> the Grizzle Young right. veterans, the Grizzle Young veterans, have not booked a ticket back to Liverpool yet. Uh, they are going to break into the lockers of uh, Double Vest and the Beach, um, and uh, I don't know what they're looking for, but they get they get run up on by uh, Ikemenjiro. Um, and they said this is a. I think they said this is a delicate. Um, was it? Um, what was the delicate situation? Wasn't delicate sensitive. situation? Sensitive. Um, sensitive. Sensitive operation or something like that. It was something. And he just kept. Sensitive he just operation. kept repeating it back back to them, in like in intentionally well, yeah, really broken stereotypical Japanese English. And it, it just he just kept saying, and then and then yeah, and then hey, Kushida ran up, one of the greatest wrestlers ever, to jump in that bang wagon with those weird that stuff. Um, and for there was at one point where they all shushed Zach Gibson, and then then uh, Double Vest and the Beach showed up and ran him ran him off, and they ran away. A, a sensitive operation, but he says he didn't say sensitive operation. He said senseless, senseless uh, operation. I'm not going to do the accent, but that's right. what he said. 
he kept saying sensitive oplation. Um, I, I, that's, I guess that's what comedy is to Bruce Pritchard. So. Yeah. So at first I just thought, wow, what a wildly insulting stereotype of anybody Asian on the show. And then I was like, well, everybody's an insulting stereotype on this show. Really? <laughs> like, like all the white people are insulting stereotypes of, yeah. of women and people from the South and whatever Grimes was talking about how smelly he was the other day. But yeah, yeah. it's a little baffling that, um, like it's become so cartoonish, right? Like, yeah. and to do that with someone's ethnicity, I think is the most insulting thing. It is, it is very dumb that potheads are the, are driving seven miles an hour. Right. Like, I mean, let, let's, like let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk about that. that hot like, girls this is, are like upsettingly hot. Let's talk about that. The MSK has been, has been traveling for five weeks trying to find the shaman and they finally get there. They have, they have a sassy GPS now. I don't know. That's a, that's a new thing. Was the, was the GPS always sassy before? Did I miss that? If somebody's like talking, they're talking shit, you calling them dummy or whatever. I don't know what it was. And yeah, they turn dummy. left. No, yeah. dummy, no, dummy. No, I don't like this segment. And, and, and like they say, uh, turn right. And then he flips on the left blinker and, and then he says, no, you dumbass, your other right. And that's what the GPS says. And then they called, they called, no, they called, the GPS called Wesley a dipshit. And then Wesley was going to fight the GPS. But eventually they like, where they've reached their destination, they're at the shaman's house and they get out of the car and they, they walk up and they ring the doorbell or knock or whatever. And the door opens and they step in and the shaman is there. He's backlit. He's wearing combat boots. Uh, Luis Polito says the shaman looked yoked. Uh, I mean, I'm so nervous. It's Elias. <laughs> so nervous. Why Elias. would he be the shaman? I mean, <laughs> I, of course. Why not? Everything else is cuckoo bananas, crazy pants. Like, I don't understand. Like, you got there. You're there. Well, because like, Elias the, is dead. I, I understand. Granted. I'm talking about the point of this segment. They find they took them five weeks to get here. They're here. The WWE NXT Twitter account tweeted out, we want to know who the shaman is too. You guys have the footage. Just look at it and then tell us who he is. Why are we waiting another week to find out who the shaman is when you're right there? I don't want them no do more cliffhangers think? with this stuff. Just do it. Do you think? This is going to be a big reveal at Battle Games. I don't know. Battle activities. If it's not RVD, battle activities. Battle activities. Battle tricks. Arr. <laughs> um, I'm I'm real nervous. It's going to be Elias. If it's not RVD, this whole thing is like it's a waste anyway. Yeah. Like there's been way too many segments about it. But if it's not RVD. Dear God, if it's uh, Elias, I'm going to be so sad. So we don't we don't know who he is. We got to wait. We got to wait for Elias. Elias RVD. I don't know. Who cares? So, somebody we've never seen before that we're supposed to care about. Maybe that. Maybe that's who it is. Um, 
it, this is this is this episode is 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 all just crazy. We have a, we have a, we have a sassy talking GPS, which I guess fits with the stoner gimmick, but whatever. We have we have sense sense live oblation. Uh, we have we have all this stuff that just felt crazy. Um, and Chris Rain sends in a, a humper chat. Thank you, Chris. Says thank you, Alex, so much for your sour graps on Raw. I also thought I was taking crazy pills to listening to you and Ollie Davis. Yeah, everything kind of feels backwards now. Like like Vince has decided one of every day is opposite day. Like like it just feels like nothing makes any fucking sense. And and he's just decided that's that's what he's gonna write now for things. Um, or or instruct to be written, and then he, I don't know. Sean Blanford says, uh, hello, hashtag Team Kalex. Glad to see both of you survive Thanksgiving and Kate is still alive after her CM Punk Twitter correspondence. Hoping that war no. games... Ghost, um, ghost Kate. <laughs> hoping that war games uh, battle activities is better than we're expecting and steers the 2.0 ship in the right direction. Keep cool, gabagools. Um, yeah, here's the deal. Um, we, uh, Brendan Towngate sent in another one, uh, conflict frivolities. That's good. Ooh, I like conflict I like frivolities is very good. Um, uh, <laughs> conflict frivolities. Nope. Beautiful. War games is much better. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, we've, we've, we've run afoul of the boss man of, of dad, of Sean dad sap. And he's very upset with us for going over two hours. So we have to go under two hours today. And I think that's why he's decided we're not allowed to do the war games after show for, for, uh, for this, this weekend. It's going to be him and Denise. So he can yell at Denise and mute her a lot. Cause he likes doing that. Um, uh, but here's the greatest reason why any of you who like us should, should, should sign up for Fightful Select. We're going to be doing hashtag Team Kalex after party on Fightful Select at the same time as those sticks in the mud. And, and it's behind the paywall so we can go as long as we want. I mean, within reason. But but you guys should come and hang out with us on the Fightful uh, after party on uh, Fightful Select. Hang out with us and don't hang out with those people. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, Is CM Punk talking to them? No. Yeah. CM Punk's talking to me. Uh, the the we have another selection, another uh, uh, possibility uh, that uh, uh, Tyrone Kidd has sent in for who the shaman might be. Big muscles, mysterious figure. It must be Danhausen. Oh yeah. Yes. Yep. Danhausen must be Danhausen. That Danhausen is Danhausen is a shaman. Danhausen likes to smoke the weed. Uh, <laughs> very high, very evil. <laughs> very high, very high, very evil. Yes. Um. <laughs> oh my God. Um. So um, we got a um, a Cameron Grimes and Andre Chase match, uh, which I think only served. I don't know. Um, he beats Andre Chase because, of course, he does because Andre Chase sucks, but he has a cheering section of Stockholm Syndrome students, and and um, and then. Okay, but after- before before we even, they give this promo where Andre Chase has the nerve to say, "You embarrassed me." Mm-hmm. Bro, you're a jobber. That promo doesn't work when you lose all the time. No. 
How did Cameron Grimes embarrass him? He embarrassed yeah. himself all the time by losing all the time and then giving lectures as a big fat hairy loser. So I did not appreciate that promo. Say other things when you lose all the time, pal. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't doesn't really work. Uh also everybody, nobody, nobody likes him. He's not even like a lovable jobber or or anything, or like, oh no. gosh, we love to hate him. He's just he's just the worst. He's just the worst. Um, but uh he gets beat uh with a cave in, and then uh Duke Hudson shows up and plays Photoshop. Uh Photoshop uh um with, with a with a with a with a what, what do you call it? A PowerPoint. He, he, he got PowerPoint and he got Photoshop and he decided to, sh- to do a bunch of things like this is what's going to happen after war games. After I beat you, it's going to hair, hair versus hair match. Here's all the things I'm going to do. And he like, here's a bunch of like random facial hairs and, and hairstyles. I'm like, no, the, some of the hairstyles that he put on there were longer than, than current Cameron Grimes' hair. I don't think that's how hair works, but I thought the whole point of a hair versus hair match is not that you shave his, not that you cut his hair into a different, like at one point he had like a bowl cut up there. He looked like Mo with a, with a, with a Hulk Hogan Fu Manchu. Um, and that's not, I'm pretty sure you don't do that. You just shave the head bald. And eventually he got around to showing shaved head and, and, and shaved face uh, Cameron Grimes. Who looked who looked like um, uh, somebody playing young Baron Corbin in a movie, uh, but yeah, it was it was not his lifetime movie, Hallmark's Christmas movie uh, with uh, the young Baron Corbin in definitely uh, a single dad. <laughs> I don't know, and I thought it was five kind of stupid. Golden rings, and then the wrestling um, Hallmark can, movie, five golden rings. Can, uh, um. Cameron Grimes got so angry at Duke Hudson doing a ter- doing a weird promo that he dipped out of the ring and took some clippers with him that I guess he just had around. And he and he when he was gonna bring Andre Chase back into the ring and shave his head, and like that's not what Andre Chase signed up for. Like, I don't like the guy, but that's they're not allowed to do that. And then one of Andre Chase's students, uh, who looks more like a long-haired surfer stoner than Matt Riddle does pulled andre chase out of the ring so they kept saying you can't do that that's illegal you can't do that that's illegal so they kept they they said hey kid uh what should i say when i do it just say you can't do that that's illegal okay fine and his the state of his improv was just i'm gonna say the two short sentences they gave me seven times in a row okay well we'll we'll give him a pass he's young he'll figure it out but um but i think that was just there to like give andre chase now like his prized pupil, who's going to be his tag partner, and they're going to lose a bunch of matches. Okay, first of all, there's just, where is the first of all? There were so many problems with this. Yeah, uh, neither of them are Chia pets, so you're not going to make their hair grow back in a hair versus hair match. I hate hair matches almost as much as I hate lumberjack matches, maybe more, because here's the thing. Grimes gave a very touching promo about his hair last week. Like, he made it feel like it meant something. It still grows back, though. I had my the side of my head shaved, like, and it grew back in, like, eight months. It did not take that long. Like, it's hair. It grows back, and it grows Mm -hmm. back real fast for dudes. Um, So I just never really bought that stipulation as anything very meaningful. 
And certainly you don't do longer hair. And also, how did Duke Hudson just know some, what did he say, a computer wizard? Yeah, like, he knows a guy who knows a guy who who hooked him up with some, some photoshops of Cameron Grimes with no hair. My best friend CM Punk would never. Would never. Just, he would never. Um, and then, it. yeah, I don't know a single person who is like, I don't want to see my teacher get their head shaved. I've never known a student at any grade, grad school probably, that wouldn't be like, <laughs> let's see our teacher get his head shaved. No. No, no. to all of this. It doesn't make any no. sense. We need William Regal back. Yeah, and we need Samoa Joe to start kicking people's asses again. Yeah, yeah. Um, we need him to come back and say war games. Uh, we need him to say because, war games. We need him to set matches, and we need him to enforce rules. Yeah. there are rules. Uh, uh, so have him have him come back and say <clears throat> war games, or have him come back uh, and the bad to one jam beard says tussle activities event. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drew Nicholas says NXT conflict resolution housing. Uh, and Andrew da uh, Daughtry says, I have to admit, at least tonight's episode made me curious enough to watch Sunday's combat activities pay per view. Combat's get combat's good, combat's pretty good. <laughs> combat is either combat activities or battle activities, and I haven't figured out which one it is just yet. Wait, what if? Like instead of a ladder match, it was like shoots and ladders. <laughs> I'm brilliant. That's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> it's shoots not like like remember that ridiculous thing that that WCW built at the end was like the three cages on top of each other, and you had to climb <laughs> to the top to get something. Oh, what that if was the, so what, stupid. What if what if though? What if that was an even bigger cage that you built? That had like trap doors, and if you stepped on it, it would take a slide back down to the lower level, and you had to climb ladders up there. So it was literally like hell like in four ladders. cells, but with chutes and ladders. Hell in four cells. I'll see you at a hell in four cells match. <laughs> quadruple hell in a quadruple cell. Oh, that rules. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, um. <laughs> my notes. I'm just looking at my notes and I wrote, it's just hair. <laughs> Mark, Mark Losper. Mark Losper says that if, if somebody gets injured, they get taken to a local disagreement facility. That's good. That's so great. And, oh, uh, I love that. And Paul Hensler, tall Paul. Hi, Dad. Says, uh, hair Pringle, CM Punk, proud. Happy and thrilled for Kate. That's so nice. I'm so happy. Um, uh, we got we got more. We got we got uh, the better to one jam beard says combat playtime with a K for combat, and uh, yeah. Brendan oh, Townsend yeah. says combat plays. That's that's interesting. Good, good. Um, combat <sighs> recess. Yeah. Combat um, recess. Yeah. Uh, as a triple A AAA viewer, says Luis Polito, our amazing mod. He says, I am tired of watching hair versus hair matches. They are lame and happen far too often. Um, well, they don't happen that often in, in, in WWE, but uh, but yeah, they're never they're not great. 
mask versus hair i i could deal with because there's at least like a real consequence for, for for somebody who, who loses it um yeah or i mean i guess the thing was like your hair versus hair like if somebody's like super vain like super vain about it and like they're insufferable about how much they think they're like if mandy rose was in a hair versus hair match like that there might be stakes for her because she is so vain so she wear a wig she would like it's, it's hair it's true it goes back um, yeah it, it, it eventually um so we got uh, an idris and Ofei package um uh who i'm just gonna keep calling idris enough and <laughs> idris idris enough he um he <laughs> he had a, a decent little video package i i don't think we've seen him on nxt 2.0 before he might have had like seven matches on 205 live for what i or anything i know but um he's got um he says a thing about how like he grew up on the streets of Inglewood, California, joined the military. Um, so he's a fighter just like so Sokoa. So like they're 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 like we have more in common than whatever. Um, and so then they interview Solo Sokoa about Idris and Ofei. He says, Yeah, we, we have some common, but but growing up on I'm the fight champion of the island, I'm built different or whatever. And then they have their match, which is a, which is fine. I didn't see a super lot from Idris Enofe, like not not that he was terrible, but I didn't see like him like, oh, this is my shit that I'm gonna get in in my first match to show everybody that I'm really really good. Um, it was just same, fine. Same with the video package. I was like, this guy needs to be developed. Right, <laughs> which, right. which is which is what, which is what we're here for. Yeah. Um, but uh, we got um before Solo Sokoa went out. For his match, his interview was interrupted by Boa. And if you remember, like last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, Boa had a had a promo that he cut in Mandarin or whatever with subtitles about how I I can't control it. This whatever is inside me, I can't control it or whatever. Um. So then he he walks into Solo Sokoa's from uh, interview segment and, and going like this ah e ooh, ah, uh, eh, mm, ah. it was like a comedy version of like he had like the alien inside him the chest burster that was going to come out um oh i was thinking you know what bugs buddy would be like suspended oh, in air and like yes. having to yeah it was it's very cartoonish and with the asian talent in particular it's like so bad so yeah. bad um so solo sokoa beat idris and Ofe. idris enough uh he beat him enough that he pinned him and then <clears throat> um boa came out and attacked solo sokoa and idris and Ofe decided to help and they were both able to get boa out of the ring boa now he he his he was and the thing that he probably did he he vomited makeup up onto his face because he came out and now he's wearing the Mei Ying makeup. Right. So yeah, yeah. So now whenever he puts on the makeup, then he becomes a five thousand year old dragon lady. I I I think is what we're supposed to get out of this again. NXT is cuckoo bananas. So, like, who yeah. wears makeup sometimes? 
generally to apply it, you puke it onto yourself and then you become yeah. a 5,000 year old dragon lady. That is, if you go to Sephora, Ulta Beauty, places like that, that's what happens. So, yeah, yeah. You're welcome um, for the insight. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. You're um, so <laughs> now, afterwards, um, so Skoa helps Idris enough up to his feet and they they share a little fist bump or handshake or whatever and now they're a tag team i don't make the rules yes did you not think we were going to get a boa sokoa tag team just for the name alone well no we're we're definitely going to get a a singles match between them and then we get to have hear vic joseph say boa sokoa next there it is i can't wait for that that's going to be a great and a dojo <laughs> Guys, yep. CM Punk interacted with me twice today. Yep. Boa Sokoa next. Um so we have two more vignettes that I'm just gonna talk about right now. Um, Sean Blanford uh, said, uh, glad to see NXT scrapped the Tiffany Stratton daddy gimmick. Oh, wait. No, she's no longer playing tennis, badly. Now she's walking through Beverly Hills. Um, when I, As soon as I was born, my daddy called me his princess. And princesses drive the, drive the coolest cars and the, they, drive the, they, they wear the best clothes and they never look at the price tag because it's just a bunch of numbers and my daddy told me i could be whatever i want and i want to be an nxt superstar really honey really do you know how much nxt superstars get paid like no you don't smackdown or something (laughs) like like why why do you want that why why would you want that financially motivated let's say nxt is not the thing that you're gunning for by the way my dad who super chats a show never called me princess and i drove a z3 manual black exterior red interior that car was sick it also slightly unreliable and did not last that long but you don't need to be a kajillionaire to drive the coolest cars all right my car was awesome and i am not tiffany trump um yeah, no, I mm, I don't feel like NXT is the place you go if you're like, oh, I spent my weekends at the country club and yeah. my Tuesdays at the NXT. <laughs> yeah, I've never I, I, like uh, I I get a manicure every, every every you know every Tuesday. Every twelve um, minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, look at look at my I I I shop on Rodeo Drive and I and I drive a Lamborghini or whatever. Like I don't understand. Like, I mean, if if, if you're if your, thing, Lambo if your thing is that like, um, I I spent a lot of time with my grandfather when when I was a little girl, and he was really into wrestling, and um and I watched a lot of it with him. And when he died a few years ago, I decided I wanted to be an NXT superstar because that was the our favorite thing to watch together. And don't judge me because I'm a little rich girl. And I'm daddy's girl and I'm from Beverly Hills. Judge me on the merits and I'm gonna prove myself. I mean, I guess that's a baby face thing to do, but I don't understand why this why this bait why this rodeo drive daddy's girl 
even knows about professional wrestling? Wouldn't she think it was icky? Like, I don't understand. Like, what? I don't understand, I don't understand this character no, at all. No, all the elitist circles love professional wrestling. Yeah, they do. Notoriously, they really do. independent yeah. wrestling takes place at the finest golf courses yeah. and not high school gyms. Uh, yeah, no, this just doesn't. There's like. A and then there's C and B makes no sense at all. Like I'm the character. All right. And from what people have said, she can actually wrestle pretty well on main event, but like that connecting piece of, yes, if you enjoy the finer things, you enjoy mm, NXT yeah. not working. Yeah. Not working. Um, also, you do not want to, drive your fancy ass car to the nxt parking no. lot you know what happens there no it's bad un um safe dj page says tiffany is an aged up princess Morbucks. uh and uh, jay blood says i told daddy i want to work through injuries not have health insurance be underpaid <laughs> and put up with a ton of nonsense also, not make money off of any third parties. Have no, any takes off. Not at all. She um, would definitely have like an OnlyFans situation. Who are we yeah. kidding? No way. Um, and the the last vignette that we got was for Draco Anthony, who is who is seated in a in a diner by himself, drinking a cup of black coffee that he has not touched. Uh, it is cold because it is not steaming. And um, and he's he's like uh, I I am not what NXT wants, but I am what NXT needs. <laughs> and I'm like, is he the equalizer? Like what is like like sitting alone in a booth in an empty diner, drinking cold black coffee and staring out at the world? Like, are you waiting to meet a guy who's gonna hire you to kill somebody? I don't. Is like if this is the guy that Tony Angelo, Tony D'Angelo hires to do his wet work, fine, cool. But I don't understand what this like. I, I, I sit alone in a diner, and now it's been my dream to be a NXT wrestler. I don't understand. My notes just say. <laughs> my notes just say, New Jersey Batman. <laughs> That's what we do in Jersey. We sit in diners and we drink coffee. We don't talk about how we're like the one that people don't need but deserve. Like, that's what this was. I was like, this is New Jersey does malls and they do diners. And I was like, this guy. Yep. New Jersey Batman. Yep. Uh, Valab says, real talk, I'd like to see an indie show at the finest golf course. I had a really fun idea of oh, like a, a black tie independent wrestling show. I thought that Ooh. would be so fun. It would be fun. Um, JW Pringle uh, talks about my uh, boa impression. Ooh, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, he says, I've made those noises before, took a couple of tums, and was right as rain. So there you go. Thank you for JW. Thank you, JW Pringle. Um, Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your super chats. Um, and leave a thumbs up on this video so people can find us. And go to FightfulSelect.com because in case we just don't do War Games justice, which we are, but you're going to want to read Sean's piece, uh, yeah. pieces on, on 
inside war games is pretty dope stuff so check it out <laughs> okay here, here we go uh for the war games reboot uh j blood nominates battle frolic which which is good i like the frolic in there that's good battle frolic uh that's good brendan towngate says next pay-per-view nxt legends of the hidden temple i'd be down who wouldn't oh i um, love that and for our quadruple cells in a, a quadruple hell in a quadruple cell, Valab says it's H I A C C C C. The extra C is for extra cells. <laughs> I'm losing brain cells over this. That's good. I love it. Hey, before um, we move on from this coffee vignette, do you know what kind oh. of coffee he should have been drinking? Oh, absolutely. Do you? No, no, no. tell me. I or think Sean should tell us. Sean Rossap tell me. Even better. What am I doing with my life? I got to wake up at the crack of 11. I need a new job. I'm too tired for this. Psych. <sighs> That's because I got four Sigmatic coffee. I never tried coffee before four Sigmatic. I was afraid of feeling jittery. But then I heard about Four Sigmatics Perform Coffee, and lately I've been having it in the morning. It's infused with lion's mane for focus, cordyceps for performance. Uh, as I've highlighted in the past, sometimes I've got some memory issues. Uh, sometimes I, you know, I worry about retaining things like that. Four Sigmatic helps out an awful lot. This stuff is legit. I'm more productive, focused, energetic, and feel on top of my game. You can also use it in a pre-workout if you want. It's easier on the gut. You don't have that jittery feeling. And you're probably wondering, what, cordyceps? Mushrooms? What Does it taste like mushrooms? No. The flavor's rich and smooth. Perfect cup of coffee with all the added functional benefits. They've got over 30,000 five-star reviews, and they back their product with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't love it, it's free. What do you have to lose? You lose your wild morning 11 a.m. hair like this. That's for sure. I've worked out an exclusive offer with them just for Fightful listeners. Save 20% on your first order at the Four Sigmatic website. That's foursigmatic.com slash Fightful. F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C. Use that coupon code Fightful at checkout. 20% on anything you want. Check it out. Wake up. Alex, did you know, this is a fun fact. Well, this is an exclusive too. Did you know that yeah. Sean used to do voiceover work? I heard. Still does, I think, a little bit, but it's like scaled it back because he talks so mm. much. But in case you guys missed that fun fact, he used to do voiceover work to Sean Ross Sapp, which you can see a great example of in that ad. So I think that's the coffee that he was drinking at the diner. I'm just saying. It could have could have been. It's easier on the gut, you know. So it is. It's infused it's, with lion's mane. Yeah. What? Yeah, I uh, I did not know you could do that. I did not know that was a thing you were allowed to do. Is it also infused with rhino horn and 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 giraffe hooves? Okay, whatever. You know, whatever whatever oh, no. makes whatever makes it easier on the gut. That's fine because I uh uh I I battle acid reflux literally all the time. So you know, I'm 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 well aware of, of the of the of the of the advantages of a good old Tums. Uh, I understand. I understand how that works, JB Pringle. 
Uh, so anything that's easier on the gut, I'm all for. Um, so we got, um, man, we got, um, we got Legato del Fantasma versus, uh, versus Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly. And people, people were like, oh, Kyle O'Reilly's contract is up in December. So this is it. Like they're going to lose this match and then they're not going to be on war games. Like, well, we don't know when it's up in December. I don't think it's like December 1st. It's over for everybody. Um, no, we already... and I believe there's some information about Kyle O'Reilly's contract, I think, on Fightful Select. And oh, perhaps fantastic. something maybe about like a one week extension. Maybe. You never know. Um, no, no. Uh, <laughs> so, so here's the deal. Um, we all, well, I think we all knew this was going to be because uh, they, they love their Von Wagner for some reason. Um, that there was this was going to be uh, Vaughn and Kyle winning the match. Um, but Legato del Fantasma, uh, they're you know they're working over Kyle a lot. Kyle is Kyle is basically pulling an AJ Styles, taking all the bumps to protect the big man in the tag team, and that's what we're doing. Uh, don't have to like it, but that's what's happening. Um, the uh. Legato's working him over, and then Zion Quinn walks out slowly and gets in a fight with Santos Escobar, who's standing at ringside. And they fight away from ringside, uh, brawling away from the whole thing, so that, that they're not around. And then, like, doesn't Electra Lopez just, like, kind of, like, lazily follow them wherever they're going? Just like, I'm going to go with you eventually. <laughs> just, just, just wait up, fellas. I walk slow. Um... But tag heels on. It's tough sometimes. That's tough. Um, so they they have uh Kyle uh do something smart, which is he's he's in there trying to like stop it, the legato from beating up his buddy, and the ref gets in the way. So then he sees that that uh Mendoza is running at the ropes, so he dives at the ropes and pulls on the top rope and he and he, and he falls over it. And then he's able to to hit a, a big big time double team move with his best 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 friend of the whole world, Kyle O'Reilly. But the the uh, the announcing goes, "Oh, Von Wagner sacrificing himself. What? He pulled the rope down. I don't. He didn't do anything to his body. That was weird. Uh, but okay, he pulled the ropes down. Oh no, Kyle. Um, Ugh, my best friend CM Punk would never say that on commentary. He's much better than that." No, um, he actually is. Uh, so, um, I thought Mendoza oh, looked great in this match. I know the no, whole point was to get Von Wagner over, but I was so impressed Men by Mendoza. Mendoza has impressed me ever since he was in the Cruiserweight Classic. Like, I, I've always, I've always really liked that guy. It's a, it's a weird deal. I don't feel like it's in the cards for for old Legato to ever be tag champs, which kind of sucks because they've been doing really good work together. Um, anyway, Kyle and and Von win. Um, and, uh, Vaughn, Vaughn does his, his, like, he's backing up the ramp and he, he noticeably looks down behind him, behind himself as he's backing up like three or four times to make sure he doesn't stumble. Cause he's just, he's just a big old klutz. Um, there were a few things in this match with Vaughn Wagner that I had some eyebrows raised about, uh, major, major telegraphing going on with him. I've noticed this in the past. 
Yeah. Whoa. And part of it is just like when you're that big of a dude and you telegraph with your whole body, it's incredibly noticeable. He's developmental. Those are things that hopefully go away. Um, yeah. But it was just very, very noticeable. And he's not bad in the ring by any means, but he is not like fluid or graceful yet. Uh, there were some spots that were just like, look at my big clumsy body. Um, so uh, I think that he has some work to do in that regard. I did appreciate commentary being like, yeah, it makes no sense that Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner are best friends. Like Wade Barrett really just exposed how dumb this whole thing was. He was like, why? They're best friends because they hung out in the woods together once. And I was like, Thank you. Like, hey, that you're pointing out how dumb your own product is, but yep. yeah. So you know what this might be headed for is a good old fashioned a coexist angle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, there isn't a Condrex extension story about. Oh Kyle well, Riley. then <laughs> I said maybe. Got you to look in there. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I thought. I thought maybe. I said um, maybe. I thought I, he signed a, a one week extension but i guess I i'm i'm a, i'm assuming it's it's uh it's for it's just a different day in 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 december or whatever um whatever uh I, I I gargano. I gargano, gargano has the one week extension there it is yeah um uh yeah, we, we've we've already we've already mentioned that that's been out there it's 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 that's the thing he's done good um so um backstage we get a um an interview with uh with Imperium and they start talking in German and Italian like they normally do but there's no subtitles this time and then Marcel stops famous says, let us let us actually speak so they can hear us um <laughs> so they can understand peons plebeians, peasants who can only speak one language. All right, we're going to talk for you. And then up walk uh, Kyle and Von Wagner. And Kyle's like, that's right, you guys. That's right. Well, we're, 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 we're winning. We're going to, we're going to beat you. Um, and, uh, and we got, we got, um, we got Von Wagner, the least electrifying man in sports entertainment. And, and the he... least electrifying. <laughs> This is what happens when the rock doesn't show up. Nobody knows how to be electrifying. They go to the other he, end of the spectrum. He walks up and he and he says, standing sideways so you can see his pecs full front. And looking this way, he goes, see you at war games, dumbasses. But like I put more, okay, let me see if I can do it as life as lifeless as he did it. See you at war games, dumbasses. And that was the thing they wrote for old Von Wagner to help get him over. And that was how he delivered it. Like, I, if he, if listen, if you just want to make this guy into like a Frankenstein's monster type character where he's just big and mute, I think that might work for him for a while while you teach him how to talk. But Remember it's not working out. OG Elias when he was just the drifter in the background of everything? That's yeah. what he should be, minus the guitar. He should yeah. just always be lurking. Uh, also, they did him no favors with this dumbasses line. Calling people who are trilingual dumbasses doesn't, dumbasses. Really it doesn't make any sense. 
So yeah. I can't fault it on that because I'd probably deliver that line pretty poorly if it made absolutely no sense. They were like, yeah. let me speak one of our three languages so that they can understand. And then he's like, uh, you're an idiot. What? Like, does that make sense with Von Wagner? But I think we skipped a segment and it's an important one because we didn't talk about the voting. Oh, no, we're, we'll, we'll talk about that oh, okay. leading into we- the main event. Okay. Um, don't Thank worry. I, have, I haven't forgot our boy. I haven't okay. forgotten. He's he's great. Um, uh, but you're not great, Kate. You're not great because now you've given out false information. So Ken Shiro says he's got to cancel the subscription. I did not. Here's he didn't. She I didn't. said she, she maybe. said maybe. And you don't want to cancel your subscription. Not only a few days before the fightful NXT after party after War Games. That's the only way you can watch it because no. We got and if you are, please send in a $5 super chat to make up for your canceled subscription. That's right. Um, <laughs> I did not lie. I said maybe, and I sincerely had it confused with the Gargano news. Yeah. <laughs> there so. you go. They're, they're very similar. So there you go. <laughs> there it is. Um, um, so we got... Um, we got the Joe Gacy inclusion invitational because his whole thing is that he he wants to make the cruiserweight division more inclusive so he has a a a cruiserweight guy uh and a lady and a big dude he's a big dude i don't know what he was wearing but he's a big dude uh he looked like he was wearing like abdullah the butcher pants um he was a big dude abdullah the butcher pants um, and, uh, and he says that, that we're not going to let the cruiserweight after I'm champion, we're not gonna let the cruiserweight dictate, like, no, we're going to body shame people for being too heavy and we're not going to be sexist and, and gender discriminate, um, against the women, uh, which like, honestly, I've, I've always thought that it's a cruiserweight division. Like if you're, if this is the one time you can do like women because they're not vastly undersized against the men sure candace LeRae in the cruiserweight division i mean not now she's pregnant but like she was an intergender master or i guess mistress but she was amazing in those matches but she had before she came to nxt she absolutely could wrestle and kick the ass of a lot of men in the cruiserweight division it would be a lot of fun so i hate that i have joe gacy in there telling me things that i i kind of agree with it's that meme the, the worst person you know just said something you agree with. <laughs> like, it's that meme. And and I... Uh, 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 this is all so stupid because he's, he's co-opting all these terms and whatever. I like that they're being more obvious that... At least Beth is. I don't like that he's, he's weaponizing all these terms. And he himself is a hypocrite. And he's, he's using these terms that are good terms... To, to for for evil or whatever. I, at least Beth is coming out and saying it. This is not what all woke people are. This is this guy, and I like that they're actually making it available. But he has the match against a little guy, and he beats him. And then he says, "The next, I would like the the woman to come in." And I was like, "They're not going to actually do the first ever intergender match with Joe Gacy, are they?" Um, no. Uh, because that's when, uh, blessedly, uh, Diamond Mine interrupts. Uh, and here's the here's the thing that I wanted. 
I wanted right now. I said, um, I wanted um, heel Malcolm Bivens because he's there. They're the diamond, diamond minor heels, and they're they're facing heel Joe Gacy. So I wanted heel Malcolm Bivens to say uh, to to the woman in the ring who's about to face him, uh, sweetheart, would you mind getting out of the ring? Um, this is this this is not. We're not going to do this right now. Um, but Ivy Nile will gladly get in the ring with you, Joe Gacy. And I wanted her to deck him right in the face. Yeah. Just closed fish, knock him out. Like, I wanted her to wrap the chain around her fist and just cold cock him. Like, if you want to fight a woman, fight me. I, I wanted that. I still think I we might her... eventually give it, but I, right now, like. I want her to put her, him in that nasty submission that she did last week with the chain. Yeah. I think that would be so sick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this the Gacy stuff is growing on me because the it's becoming more clear what's going on here. Um, I just don't understand why a manager would ever raise the weight limit, and I continue to struggle. They're closing the gap on my taste for not liking Joe Gacy, but they are not closing the gap on the fact that um, rings are not safe spaces and the nature of combat sports and all combat sports weight class is a, a very obvious thing so it just would make no sense that somebody's seeking this out and i get that it's all a manipulative device but like it just doesn't make sense that like he would be it's because there's no rules like there's no heels work better better when they're rebelling against rules or trying to find their way against rules. And right now there's nobody enforcing the rules because William Regal's not there. And Malcolm yeah. Bevins isn't like giving that counter punch in the same way. So it just feels like this guy is like, well, then what the hell are you doing in near a wrestling ring? If you hate everything to do with combat sports, like just don't be here then. Like there's still a barrier for me for the buy-in on that. And I, I get the manipulative device piece of it, but it's just so counterintuitive to this world that we're already trying to buy into that that's feeling a little bit tricky. So uh, I just don't love those things, but I do feel like this is heading in a better direction. I would absolutely love to see Ivy Nile just put him in that, whatever the hell that submission was that she did last week. That was so nasty. Um, but yeah. And I, I still don't buy that network television is going to put intergender wrestling on the map. Like, I just don't think that's going to happen. Unfortunately. I, I, I just wanted to land one punch. It's okay that, for that women. That will happen. In WWE, women are allowed to punch men or Dude, or, yeah. or hit a meteora on them or something in like the the intergender the the mixed match challenge or whatever. Like that that happened all the time. So oh, even like if, extreme if, and yeah. But if Ivy Nile does it to somebody, she could shoot kill them, and that's that's what I'd like to see. That's that what I'd like be. to see. Um, uh, we get a, a super chat from DJ Page who says Gacy's character rules because this is how most woke people I encounter are. Terribly sorry for your for for the way that you have lived your life. That that's what you do. Um, I love that he's a heel character. Him as a face would suck. Well, I totally agree with your last statement. It would absolutely suck if he was a baby face. Um, it's just you know, uh, I, I I I I'm sorry that those that these. Woke people, which of course is not actually a, a term anybody who is woke uses. That's a pejorative used by other people to describe people who just want, you know, nice things for others. I don't know. That makes them woke. So so I I feel bad that 
that you have encountered only woke people who who are like this because that's that's not good. Uh, that's too bad for you. Um, too bad. Uh, but yeah, he would suck absolutely as a um as a face. Yeah, I, uh, Drew, I, Drew Nicholas uh, says uh, shout out to Joe Gacy's opponent, Vinny Pacifico. He rules. Well, there you go, Vinny Pacifico. I did not realize that was Vinny Pacifico. My bad. Uh, yeah, ROH standout. Great, great talent. Very, very skilled wrestler. Good yeah. dude. Yeah. Um. So then, um, Roddy Strong gets in the ring, uh, and he says, "Oh, with with Malcolm Bivens," and uh, he says, um, "Hey, uh, what are you doing?" Um, why are you, why do you let this man speak for you all the time? Um, and, uh, Friday's like, you know what? I'm done talking. And he decides to, to rush, um, uh, Joe Gacy. And I don't know, it's like Joe Gacy's cult expanding and, and Abdul, the butcher pants guy is, is part of it because he stopped Roddy Strong for beating up Joe Gacy. And I don't know what Abdul the butcher pants gets out of this one way or the other. I'm not really sure as it, it be, because like he said, don't body shame. And like, thank you. Thank you. You're on my side. And I, I trust you now with my life. I don't understand what that is. Um, but anyway, it, it winds up with, uh, with Gunner or not Gunner Harland pulling uh, Joe Gacy to safety. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I want to believe they're not stupid enough. To basically end their cruiserweight division entirely by having Joe Gacy win this match, but that might be what Vince wants. He might want to just end the cruiserweight division because he doesn't need it anymore. Um. Yeah, I think this is going to be like a ha ha ha. Harland has the cruiserweight title thing. Yeah. I think that's going to be the end of one of the coolest things that they've done in the past ten years, probably. Um, so that is gonna stink, but I think that, um, it, I, I just wish it didn't take this route with the segment itself. I do like that Roddy Strong cut Bivens off because it, it kind of gives Bivens an out of like, this makes no sense for a manager to be doing. So Roddy Strong taking this into his own hands, I thought made a lot of sense. So it was at least like justified that way because a manager would never be like, yeah, let's give up this advantage that we have. So at least it was him being like, no, I'm tenacious and I want to do this. Um, so I think that that piece of it is good. But yeah, I don't know what, what's going on with Abdullah the Butcher Pants. Um, anyway, so I guess that was... That, we'll that was... to let it play out. Yeah, won't that be fun? Um... <laughs> <laughs> um so uh indy gets uh indy indy uh, hartwell is backstage with persia and she um she gets a phone call from the hospital about her husband and i didn't hear what the guy on the other end of the line said he, es he escaped he oh, he, es he escaped. He escaped from the hospital because that's what crazy people do. Oh, okay. Well, that's 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 a, that's a thing. Um, the reason I didn't hear what he said was because I was transfixed on the lady in a sleep mask wearing footy sleeper pajamas 
taking a nap on the couch behind Indian Persia and the fact that Indian Persia didn't think this was strange. I don't, why is there a lady taking a nap there? I'm being told by Luis Polito that that's Karen Q, the former Mei Ying, who's now been rebranded as Wendy Chu. So Wendy Chu takes naps on the couch in footy pajamas. Is that is that honestly who she was? Like is that is that what we're that's what, that what we've done with her? Okay, I didn't realize. Cuckoo bananas, crazy pants. But that's what happens during college finals, Alex. That's what this felt like. First of all, I mean, just the impeccable timing of all this Dexter Loomis stuff to be happening to Indy Hartwell right before her match every week. Always. My goodness. The timing is impeccable. Um, I did not know that was a 5,000-year-old dragon lady rebranded as a college dorm student that just sleeps on... That's literally, like, what I thought of. I was, like, college dorm during finals. There would just be, like, stray people just, like, sleeping. Oh, I I remember. It was a long time ago, but I remember. I remember. Yeah, that's... Those were the But we're no longer located at... We're no longer located at Full Sail University, Kate, because that would be great if there was a Full Sail University student. Maybe she's a Chase University student. There it is. You nailed it. Who's, who's, who's studying for finals late into the night and takes a nap. Look, sometimes there's a harem backstage. Sometimes there's a room with a 5,000-year-old dragon lady that's passing her powers on to people. Sometimes it's a beauty school where Mandy Rose is getting her hair done. You mm. just never know. Occasionally, rarely, it is also uh, like a locker room, like the backstage of a where people would wrestle. Um, and I, 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 I thought that I actually saw her sleeping on a, on a couch in a, a few weeks ago when, when, um, when GYV FaceTimed with their grandma, that she was in the background. I thought I saw somebody laying on the couch back there and I was like, no, that would be crazy because nobody brought it up. Um, but I went back and yep. She was like, so this is a, this is long-term storytelling, Kate. This is, this is what they're doing to, to, this is what they're doing. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know what the, I don't know what the gimmick is. I'm a nap aficionado. Like, I don't know what, what you're. First of all, that's upsetting because I consider myself a nap connoisseur. Oh God, I have to have one every day or I can't, I can't function. You can't function. You can't function. What was her, Um, what was her name again? What was Mei Ying's name? Wendy Chu. Wendy Chu. C-H-O-O, like choo-choo. Wendy Chu, as you lie there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be. (laughs) I want you to listen to me, 5,000-year-old dragon lady rebranded as a college dorm student. I want you to digest this because before... (laughs) I know the whole pipe bomb. I already did it on the distraction. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. That um, was was actually my first first exposure to Kate Hensler was that. And I was like, she seems fun. (laughs) 
Cell, my bestie. Oh man. Uh Cyclops has a good point. Says Dex is at a local medical facility, not at a hospital. That is a really that is a it's, very, very it's good very point. true. Um Mike JC says, I don't know who was sleeping on the couch behind Indy. Apparently it was Wendy Chu. But everything involving Zion and Electra makes me want to do that. Sleep on a couch. Uh, great <laughs> post though, guys. Hashtag Team Kalex. Yeah. Um, Zion Quinn was walking just leisurely, like his suit unbesmirched, just walking leisurely through the parking lot. Well, that means he's a grizzled young veteran if you have a nicely pressed suit now. Apparently. And and the interviewer on the parking lot is like, hey, uh, how did that fight with, with, uh, with Santos Escobar end? End? I have a feeling it's just beginning. And then Electra Electra Lopez walks up and says, hey, you're going to, good luck. You're going to need it in your match with Santos next week. And that's it. And so now it's going to be like this thing. Electra, who do you choose? Your one true love or legado? And (laughs) like, it's going to be, it's going to be a terrible telenovela. It's really going to be not great. Um, Remember when they tried that telenovela angle with, I mean, not Hispanic talent, but it basically was that. Was Summer Ray and Ziggler? Yeah. I forget who else was in it. It feels exactly like that. Yeah. Uh, so we got an actual match between uh, Indian Persia and Valentina Feroz and Ulisa Leon. Uh, it was quick. Persia Persia won. Uh, Persia got the pin. I feel like that was that was it. Like it wasn't a, there wasn't nothing to say about it. Uh, okay. Right. Like we. I don't have anything. Do you have anything in your notes? Because I, I got nothing. I was so I, mean, I was so transfixed by Sleeping Lady that I missed the entire match that happened right after it. Someone should come kiss her and wake her from her five thousand year nap. Right. Um. Good. No, I just they continue to win, so it's nice to see people getting wins, like in yeah. a world where wins and losses are supposed to happen. I thought there was going to be, like, they were kind of telling the story where. A distracted Indy Hartwell because her husband, who just escaped from a hospital, apparently, mm-hmm. um, her distractions were interfering with her performance. And that story wasn't really told here from right. what I saw. So I was just wondering why that piece of it didn't continue. But um, but good enough. Persia looks good. Like, I didn't know a ton about her before 2.0. So. Right. But yeah. Oh, so. It happened. It did. Um, so. Uh, we are here near the, the 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 main event. If I haven't missed anything, uh, yeah. So uh, there was a um, a poll online to pick the people who were going to be in this uh, War Games ladder match, and I'm pretty sure the poll was rigged uh, because it was a Twitter poll, and as we all know, wrestling Twitter loves them some Tony D. Um, I, 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 I I believe that they rigged the poll. Um, uh, but, uh, they announce first that it's going to be Johnny Gargano. And then they have a segment where they, where all the heel young guys come out. They're calling it team 2.0 versus team black and gold. Um, or as Waller calls them team hot dog and a handshake. Oh God. His 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 is the worst. His is the, the worst, worst character. I, I don't. I um. I mean, I understand he's doing what he's been asked to do, but I it's a dumb, it's a dumb character to use that as a gimmick. 
but he has merch. He says it's the Grayson Waller effect, which I guess is something like the, the Viking experience, but he's got the Grayson Waller effect as it has a shirt. He's got a shirt. Tony D'Angelo still has no shirts. This is worse than the Nikki Cross, Nikki ASH, ASH not having shirts. I know she was a, she was a, she was a, a, a women's champion at the time. Okay, but Tony D'Angelo is far more intriguing than than the half-ass superhero gimmick ever was. I'm very upset. Okay, but don't you feel like Tony D'Angelo doesn't want any money being traced to him? Yeah, perhaps. Um. He didn't win the poll. Yeah. Uh, Here's the thing with Braun Breaker. I don't hate him. I do like him. I like him a hell of a lot more than I like a lot of the guys in the back, all right? But I hate this idea that he's the best. Yeah. Because he's not. Yep. Tony D'Angelo's the best. That's right. He's the best in the world. He's been the best since day one when he walked into NXT 2.0. We can move on. You can move on. Um, I can't believe I only now started quoting the pipe bomb. I'm very proud of myself. Um, Ken Shiro says putting the anti-indie guy on a team where the only champ is Carmelo Hayes could make an interesting story if the show had writers. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. There he's a heel, but the embodiment of every of the entire direction they're going. Like you pointed that out last week, and it's true. Mm-hmm. Like he's the bad guy, but he's the direction of the company now. So yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, anyway, all the all the heels get promo time, and they save the best for last. Um. I'm. I was honestly surprised they did it in this order. They 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 knew what they were doing because because the only one who had anything memorable to say was Tony D'Angelo, and I don't say that because I'm a Tony D'Angelo mark. I say it because he's really really good at this. Um. And the way this is like because uh, each one of them had a had a guy they don't like. Carmelo Hayes doesn't like Johnny Gargano. Uh, Grayson Waller doesn't like LA Knight. Uh, Braun Breaker doesn't like Tom- Tommaso Ciampa. Fine. And for, for whatever reason, Tony D'Angelo has, has chosen violence, and he wants to have a feud with Pete Dunne, who just like, gets sexual pleasure from, from hurting people. <laughs> um, th- by the way, this is my, this is my impression of, um, of, uh, of Pete Dunne getting sexual pleasure. That's 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 Whoa. how much he doesn't care. Whoa! I know this it's very very explicit. This isn't paywalled, okay? Say yeah. that's he he says. Listen, these guys they paved the road that all of us are walking down right now. I think that's fair to say. I think that's fair to say they 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 paved the road we're all walking down right now. But this this road has got some potholes. He's got some potholes. He's got four potholes. And we're going to fill those potholes with your freaking heads. And I was like, that's it. I love this guy forever and ever and ever. Like, I don't know, like, like we, okay, so, and here's the thing. There, you will never be able to convince me that he's not writing his own stuff. Because it, it is so much better than the dog shit they're writing for everybody else. Like, he's, he has to at least be like, I, I'm going to tweak this and make it good because everything else is shit. And they're like, well, actually, everything you've done has been really good. I had a thought about this. It's either that scenario or scenario B, where you know how they're like famously not looking for wrestling writers. 
they just yeah. hired someone from the Sopranos or the Godfather yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. That's my other theory. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very good. Uh, Volob says it was a very scandalous impression of Pete Dunn. It was. I don't care. Basically, it was Edge and Lita's live sex show, but a one man show, which is impressive. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I absolutely love this, and I, I, at this point, they hadn't announced it was going to be it yet, and I thought, oh my god, Tony D is going to get the match because how could he not? How could he not? And I was like, I want to see Tony D'Angelo in a ladder match. That could be a lot of fun. You know, let's let's throw the kid in the deep end. But whatever. No, they didn't um, give us what we want. Because Tony D'Angelo is just grabbing all the Vincent Kennedy McMahon's imaginary brass rings until it finally dawns on him that they're just that. They're completely imaginary, Alex. Yeah. But um, Breaker was fantastic, and we'll get into the main event. But as we get into the main event, guys, we need you to get in your wheel of impressions so that we yeah. can make... Sean, that fire us. Yeah. Um get those in now because once we start, we can't we can't keep it going. We we gave yeah. our word to Sean, yeah. and because we're yeah. baby faces, our word means something. So get those That's in right. now. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Go to fightfulselect.com and subscribe. Word is bond. Um it Phil is. Felice says uh, that uh Tony paid off the writers. Hashtag living the gimmick. Hey, hey, he's a little he's a little extra for you if you make sure my promo doesn't suck ace. Um <laughs> that would be good. Um, this this ladder match, uh because oh Gargano comes out and gets delivers a promo by himself. Um, and he says uh, he calls he calls Braun Breaker um the big bad booty nephew. <laughs> and I'm like, at this point, guys, you just gotta call him a Steiner. Like, it must be one of those things that, like, they're trying to convince Rick to let them use the the name because, like, otherwise, I don't understand why why you're not doing it if you're gonna do all of this no. obvious hints. My my theory is that they weren't allowed to use the name, and now they are, and that they are like closing. Now they have to make that transition, right. but it's it's just become too obvious at this point. But to you, you mentioning Gargano reminded me, uh, the Johnny Wrestling chance kicked in and Carmelo Hayes did nothing to stop them or control them. He's going to have to figure that out because yeah. for some reason, everybody's still doing what dance and, and stuff like he did not have control of the crowd at all. And Trick certainly didn't jump in to help him at any point. They were just too busy saying Mellow don't miss, but like you gotta be able to to quiet those down if you're gonna keep going because that's an important aspect to this business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like the promo the Johnny Gargano cut. I I, I, like, I love I love the idea of Big Bad Booty Nephew catching on because they were actually chanting Booty Nephew, <laughs> Booty Nephew. <laughs> uh, and you could tell that that that. <laughs> That 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 uh, Braun Braun really liked it too. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, he was smirking. <laughs> he really liked it, man. Um, here's the idea: uh, you can copyright. James Rawls says they're afraid of um, Rex Steiner go somewhere else and use that name, as if that will stop him if he leaves. Um, like you can copyright Rex Steiner. That's Rex is not his name. Rex Steiner. You can copyright that if you right. like. You you can copyright that. That's not his name. Um, uh, 
Braun Steiner is a perfectly fine name. His actual name is Bronson. You know what I mean? Like, there's a deal. Um, he's not going to go anywhere. He's not going to go anywhere because you're going to pay him millions and millions of dollars to carry this product into the next decade because you have nobody else. Because this is the guy. Like, if if it's down, like, okay, like we watched, we watched two guys tonight, okay? Um, we watched Braun Breaker, we watched Rex Steiner, and we watched uh, Cal Bloom, we watched Von Wagner, and we we saw them both tonight. Like, and one of them was a tag match, one of them was a much more marquee match. But you can see that Rex Steiner knows how to sell, he knows how to do facial pressure, he knows how to like, do transitions, he's got a whole different, like, a really interesting moveset. There's no way you can convince me that, that Johnny Gargano could have carried Von Wagner to a decent ladder match tonight. No, and I don't no, I don't no, think no. Johnny Gargano carried Braun Breaker no. anywhere. I think they had a great match, a great ladder match together. Like when I said that it was right and good for Tommaso Ciampa to remain champion and beat Braun Breaker once, I'm like, because I want good long-term storytelling. I think Braun Breaker absolutely has what it takes to be a future WrestleMania main eventer and to be the guy when Roman Lee Roman Reigns leaves for Hollywood you need to have this guy in prime position to just step in and be the guy after Roman leaves to go to Hollywood like he's the guy there's nobody else that I think you have anywhere across all three shows this is the guy um so like do that let him let's actually see how he can work like trying to chase a champion who's beaten him before that's a good test of how you actually tell that story as opposed to squashing dudes forever, which is a story he's going to tell a lot because he's Vince McMahon's project. So there are people in the company that could be that guy, but they won't let them be that guy. Like Cesaro should be that guy. Like there's so many people that should have been that guy. Owens could be that guy. He's got, he's leaving. Um, so they've just screwed it up for the past five or six years because Vince is into him. Maybe. Do you think he's the guy to dethrone Roman? Do you think they go that fast with it? Well, it depends on when you, when you think Roman's going to lose it. Cause I mean, I, I've, I've said, I think that you should have him in prime position to be called up for SummerSlam 2022. And then he should take the title off of Roman if Roman somehow is still champion in WrestleMania 2023. I mean, and then just then just that, that do that, you know. Um they so, haven't built up anybody else for it. Like the, my the, yeah. the only logical way out of it, if they're not gonna do the rock, the only logical way out of it with what's going on on the main roster right now to me is Seth Rollins. And that defeats the purpose of dropping a title to someone that it could. It, this could make somebody. This could make a Braun break occur if he comes up and wins the title. That guy's a star then. Seth Rollins doesn't need that. But right now he's the only logical story that I can think of because they have a brother versus brother history together. And you can use Royal Rumble as a way to do the the crossover. Maybe Drew McIntyre because they're still he still carries some weight. But I, I feel like with the reign that Roman's had him dropping to someone that's already a star makes no sense. So 
maybe they do. Maybe it is hot shotted that quickly. It doesn't feel like hot shotting because he has come so far in such a short time. But um, I think it's the thing that makes the most sense, which is surprising to be saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought the match was was excellent. Uh, there was some some really good um, stuff from both guys. Uh, Braun, uh, I really liked the, the two spots near the end where Braun had uh, Gargano up at the Gorilla Press, and Gargano swept out of it and into a into a tornado DDT. I thought that was excellent. And then I I love him just yanking Gargano off the ladder onto his shoulders to do the power slam. Um, I thought that was excellent. Uh, and then Braun climbs the thing, gets, gets the, gets the uh, briefcase. And then we do a giant brawl. To end the show uh, with... <laughs> we have to do a giant brawl to end the show because all the, all the baby faces come out, all the heels come out, and we have to do a giant brawl to end the show. And that's fine. That's uh, I I I de- I dearly I dearly needed um Vic Joseph to say, "Oh, the tape machines are rolling. We'll tell you what happens on the next show." Um so that was the uh that was the entirety of the of the wrestling program. Now, here we go. I'm going to read some more super and humper chats. Um we need uh you guys to come in on Sunday and watch the NXT War Games NXT uh Battle Frolic after after uh after NXT War Games and uh and we're going to be there on Fightful Select and a lot of people say they're going to be joining us Kate Mark Losper says guess I'll be watching Fightful Select then Chris Rain says best news ever can't wait for the after party Sean Blanford says, I'll be watching Kalex's select review of NXT 2.0 presents Skirmish Romp. NWA Bad Blood says, shout out to the coolest duo since Batman and Robin. Oh, that's very nice. Thanks for making Tuesday nights fun. Hashtag heel Kate for the win. Um, Josh Cardenas says, how many women are jealous of you, Kate, for CM Punk? Kate, can you hear me? Kate is gone. I'm going to answer this question for her. Uh, a lot of people are jealous of Kate for CM Punk and being a best friend. Um, hold on a second. Let me get this damn banner out of the way. Uh, hey, it's me now. Um, oh, oh, it's it's not- not- oh, oh, there. oh, 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 Okay. Okay. The echo, echo of me. me. You can hear you. You're very loud. I will Hello. Work on that. A little better. A little bit. A little better. Still, still very much me. Good. No. Better. Yes, I can't hear me anymore. Yay! Fantastic. <laughs> hey, good job. We had a question for you, Kate. Josh Cardenas said, how many women are jealous of you, Kate, for CM Punk? Like all of them? Yeah. All of them? Yeah. Um, Aaron uh, says, I'm not going to ask for a jukebox this week. I just want to say thank you for all you do. 
Uh, um, the duet I asked for last week had me in tears. Cheers, legends. Oh, thank you, Aaron. Chris Rain said, I had to share with my fightful family with Kate being CM Punk's best friend. Britt Baker said, I was such a sweetheart and one of her favorites on High Spots Live Signings tonight. I'm on top of the world right now. Congratulations to you, Chris. That's awesome. Good for you. Um, one more super chat before we get to the jukebox. James Bowers says, I am looking forward to the first kill steam kill on AEW. As you pointed out, Vince only has time for one person to push and steam ain't going to be it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I missed one. Uh, the nerd guru says, I think you said this last week. I did, but man, it would be awesome and really get me invested. If the new school took out LA Knight and Samoa Joe came back to, to, to take his place. Oh yeah, buddy. That would be amazing. Um, That'd be about the only thing. Yeah. I can think of. Um, yeah, we got, uh, yeah, there, somebody sent uh, a super chat here. Oh, yeah. Um, R26 sent a humper chat saying um, the, the two best days will be when Kushida goes back to New Japan and Io Shirai goes, Io Shirai goes back to stardom and away from Vince McNXT Bruce.0. I like Bruce.0. That's good. Bruce.0 is pretty great. That's, that's pretty catchy. Um, now, um, oh crap, uh, here we go. Uh, we have now we are into the jukebox. Um, okay, we need so, like a uh, jukebox karaoke theme, yeah, we do. Uh, well, now it's we're getting into this is the last episode of the NXT after party before December. And then it's holiday season, man. I want I want everybody requesting all manner of Christmas songs to be sung as anybody you like. Um, I, I'm I'm waiting for them. I need them. Uh, it should be a lot of fun because because this is the last time you're going to see me not wearing a Santa hat until the new year. So it's it's going to be a lot of fun. It's the last one of those, but the first one. Where I'm yeah. CM Punk's best friend. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, here we go. Um, Thick Astley says, uh, well, he wants Tony D to say this line. Hey, Uncle Verk, gonna need a bigger boat over here. Uh, and uh, I, I've, I've said the line. Thank you, Thick. Um, <laughs> Jay Shell says, here's money to make Tony D do the dummy yeah promo. AKA one of my favorites of all time. Well, I mean, there's lots of promos that that Eli Drake did, but just if you ask me, want me to, to use to do a promo um, and put the dummy yeah in there. Here we go. Petey Poppins, you're the guy I'm gonna put your head in a pothole and then cover it with, with the tarmac, the asphalt, so that you can't breathe no more because your head is in a pothole, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now now we we have I have we have two requests for for William Regal uh, raps. So before that, um, do you have here the duet that was requested? I you sure do. Available? Okay, good because we we got to do this. So this is this is Tony D'Angelo and the New York Princess. We got to give you got to give you a name. I don't know who it is, but uh, uh, I don't. It's Tony Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> And and his cousin Gina, um, I don't know, uh, uh, doing, um, 
uh, <laughs> doing I Got You, Babe by Sonny and Cher. Um, and I, is there, is it like, I, I guess it's both of us at the same time? I thought it was, okay, we go. Um, I, think right, we, I, we... I think I start it and then it's the same on the refrain, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, here we go. <laughs> They say we're young and we don't know. We won't find out until we grow. Well, I don't know if all that's true because you got me. And baby, I got you. Baby. Babe. I, got I got you, you babe. babe. I got you, babe. They say our love won't pay the rent before it's earned, our money's often spent. I guess that's so. We don't have a pot, but at least I'm sure of all the things we got. Babe. babe. I, I got, got you, babe. You, babe. I got, I got you, you, babe. babe. Are we doing all three verses? No, that's not. That's just crazy. All right, that's that's crazy time. We're gonna we're gonna get this thing so far under under two hours. Sean's not gonna know what hit him. Okay, um, here we go. <clears throat> now this is a repeat from one we've had in the beginning, but it's okay because I'm doing gonna do a different uh, a different uh, different different uh, sorry different verse. So we're gonna have William Regal. Rapping, gangsters paradise, but it's it's gonna be a different a different verse. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Look at the situation they got me facing. I can't live a normal life. I was raised by the street, so I got to be down with the hood team. Too much television watching got me chasing dreams. I'm an educated fool with money on my mind. Got my ten in my hand. And a gleam in my eye. I'm a looked out gangster, set tribbed banger, and my homies is down, so don't arouse my anger, fool. Death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away. I'm living life do or die. What can I say? I'm 23 now, but will I live to see 24? The way things is going, I don't know. Been spending most our lives living in the gangster's paradise. Been spending most our lives living in the gangster's paradise. Been spending most our lives living in the gangster's paradise. Been spending most our lives living in the gangster's paradise. Yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, for Look, the, if you the want question. more in the chat, we do have time. So you got to get your yeah. super chats in right now. Nobody yeah, has asked me to do the pipe bomb. I'm very insulted by that. <laughs> That's a long-ass promo. I want to get this way under two hours. Sean, it can never talk to me again. I'll if I just get this thing do out. the pipe bomb. <laughs> you can hit end broadcast. I don't <laughs> care. All right. Um, oh, Annika says it should be Tony D and Tanya D. It's it's. Tanya. I like Tanya Tony, D. Tony and Tony and Tanya. Or Tony and Tina. I like Tony and Tina, too. That's good. I was thinking Mona Lisa, because isn't that her name and my cousin Vinny? Oh, Vinnie? Mona Lisa Vito. Yeah, that's good. Tony and Moni. <laughs> oh, Tony and Moni. We are fun, all right? We are too God, much fun. We might run long. <laughs> um, we are fun. So, we are very fun people. Yeah. 
Uh, here we go. The last one from Zach Barber. Unless I get more in, I guess. Here we go. Um, Biz Marquee. Just a friend. R.I.P. Biz Marquee. Here we go. William Regal rapping. Just a friend by Biz Marquee. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date, but a year to make love, she wanted you to wait? Let me tell a story of my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. She had long hair and a short uh, mini skirt. Uh, I just got on stage dripping, pouring with sweat. I was uh, walking through the crowd, and guess who I met? I whisp whispered into her ear, come to the picture booth so I can ask you some questions to see if you're hundred proof. I asked her her name. She said, blah, blah, blah. She had uh, nine out of ten pants and a very big bra. I, I took a couple of flicks. She was enthused. I said, how do you like the show? She said, I was very amused. I started throwing bass. She started throwing back mid-range. But when I uh, sprung the questions, she acted kind of strange. Then when I asked, do you have a man? She tried to pretend. She said, no, I don't. I only have a friend. Come on. I'm not even going for it. This is what I'm going to sing. You, you got what I need. But you say he's just a friend. And you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you, you got what I need. But you say he's just a friend. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need. Battle frolic. No, you can say war games. Nobody else can. <laughs> they changed it. Um, uh, okay. Uh, uh, oh, so now Drew Nicholas wants you to do the pipe bomb, but as 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 Tina D'Angelo or Gina D'Angelo or Moni D'Angelo. You got it. I I barely need it. But I, I know I do have it because see when you're best friends with CM Punk, yeah. you don't really need a transcript because you're just like supportive and you know that John Cena, while you lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, I want you to listen to me. I want you to digest this because before I leave in three weeks with you on WWE Championship, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. I don't hate you, John. I don't even dislike you. I do like you. I like you a hell of a lot more than I like most people in the back. I hate this idea that you are the best. Because you're not. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. There's one thing you're better at than I am, and that's kissing Vince McMahon's ass. You are as good as kissing Vince's ass as Hulk Hogan was. I don't know if you're as good as Dwayne slash the egg. Who knows what's going on? He's a pretty good ass kicker. Kisser. Always was and still is. Whoops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. I'll, I'll leave it there because I could just go out all day. <laughs> I we was going gonna... to in the middle so I could say, this isn't sour graps. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, uh, Kate, tell them where they can find you. You can find me all over CM Punk's replies today, <laughs> but you can find me at Kate on Deck. I see 
you can catch me this weekend doing award games. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, war games. Can we get war games? War games! Thank you. Review with this guy. Watch hours over the great muter and Denise. Um, right after the pay-per-view, you can catch me every Tuesday here. You can catch me every Friday with Sean doing the AEW SmackDown and Rampage post show. And of course, every Wednesday at Mark Order Pod, talking all things all elite, freaking out about CM Punk on the regular, freaking out against him and Lee Moriarty. <laughs> That's gonna slap. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, probably just like Roman Streets of Chicago with my best friend. So that's where you can find me. You can follow me uh, at Alex Sourgraps on the Twitter. Uh, twice a week, I, I, I do the Sourgrap show on Fightful Select, which you should totally join to come and play with us on the after party uh, for War Games because it's going to be so great. Um, and uh, and then, because that's where, that's where you're going to find me doing that. Also, I'll be here tomorrow night to review that amazing CM Punk and Lee Moriarty match. Yeah, spoiler alert, it's going to be amazing. Um, and, uh, and, also other, and also other things. Um, and yeah, so uh, come hang out with us tomorrow night. With uh, Well, I, I review a match featuring Kate Hensler's best friend. Um, all right, Sean. With eight and a half minutes to spare. Keep cool, Gabagool. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.